Section twelve of the Mabinogion, Volume One, translated by Lady Charlotte Guest. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Geeson. Section twelve. Then Peredir rode forward, and he came to the valley in which was the river and there met him a number of men going to hunt and in the midst of them was a man of exalted rank and peredir saluted him choose chieftain said the man whether thou wilt go with me to the chase or wilt proceed to my palace and i will dispatch one of my household to commend thee to my daughter who is there and who will entertain thee with food and liquor until i return from hunting and whatever may be thine errand such as i can obtain for thee thou shalt gladly have and the king sent a little yellow page with him as an attendant and when they came to the palace the lady had arisen and was about to wash before meat peredir went forward and she saluted him joyfully and placed him by her side and they took their repast and whatsoever peredir said unto her she laughed loudly so that all in the palace could hear then spoke the yellow page to the lady by my faith said he this youth is already thy husband or if he be not thy mind and thy thoughts are set upon him and the little yellow page went unto the king and told him that it seemed to him that the youth whom he had met with was his daughter's husband or if he were not so already that he would shortly become so unless he were cautious what is thy counsel in the matter youth said the king my counsel is he replied that thou set strong men upon him to seize him until thou hast ascertained the truth respecting this so he set strong men upon peredir who seized him and cast him into prison and the maiden went before her father and asked him wherefore he had caused the youth from arthur's court to be imprisoned in truth he answered he shall not be free to-night nor to-morrow nor the day following and he shall not come from where he is she replied not to what the king had said but she went to the youth is it unpleasant to thee to be here said she i should not care if i were not he replied thy couch and thy treatment shall be in no wise inferior to that of the king himself and thou shalt have the best entertainment that the palace affords and if it were more pleasing to thee that my couch should be here that i might discourse with thee it should be so cheerfully this can i not refuse said peredir 
and he remained in prison that night and the maiden provided all that she had promised him and the next day peredir heard a tumult in the town tell me fair maiden what is that tumult said peredir all the king's hosts and his forces have come to the town to-day and what seek they here he inquired there is an earl near this place who possesses two earldoms and is as powerful as a king and an engagement will take place between them to-day i beseech thee said peredir to cause a horse and arms to be brought that i may view the encounter and i promise to come back to my prison again gladly said she will i provide thee with horse and arms so she gave him a horse and arms and a bright scarlet robe of honour over his armour and a yellow shield upon his shoulder and he went to the combat and as many of the earl's men as encountered him that day he overthrew and he returned to his prison and the maiden asked tidings of peredir and he answered her not a word and she went and asked tidings of her father and inquired who had acquitted himself best of the household and he said that he knew not but that it was a man with a scarlet robe of honour over his armour and a yellow shield upon his shoulder then she smiled and returned to where peredir was and did him great honour that night and for three days did peredir slay the earl's men and before any one could know who he was he returned to his prison and the fourth day peredir slew the earl himself and the maiden went unto her father and inquired of him the news i have good news for thee said the king the earl is slain and i am the owner of his two earldoms knowest thou lord who slew him i do not know said the king it was the knight with the scarlet robe of honour and the yellow shield lord said she i know who that is by heaven he exclaimed who is he lord she replied he is the knight whom thou hast imprisoned then he went unto peredir and saluted him and told him that he would reward the service he had done him in any way he might desire and when they went to meet peredir was placed beside the king and the maiden on the other side of peredir i will give thee said the king my daughter in marriage and half my kingdom with her and the two earldoms as a gift heaven reward thee lord said peredir but i came not here to woo what seekest thou then chieftain i am seeking tidings of the castle of wonders thy enterprise is greater chieftain than thou wilt wish to pursue said the maiden nevertheless 
tidings shalt thou have of the castle and thou shalt have a guide through my father's dominions and a sufficiency of provisions for thy journey for thou art o chieftain the man whom best i love then she said to him go over yonder mountain and thou wilt find a lake and in the middle of the lake there is a castle and that is the castle that is called the castle of wonders and we know not what wonders are therein but thus is it called and peredir proceeded towards the castle and the gate of the castle was open and when he came to the hall the door was open and he entered and he beheld a chessboard in the hall and the chessmen were playing against each other by themselves and the side that he favoured lost the game and thereupon the others set up a shout as though they had been living men and peredir was wroth and took the chessmen in his lap and cast the chessboard into the lake and when he had done thus behold the black maiden came in and she said to him the welcome of heaven be not unto thee thou hadst rather do evil than good what complaint hast thou against me maiden said peredir that thou hast occasioned unto the empress the loss of her chessboard which she would not have lost for all her empire and the way in which thou mayest recover the chessboard is to repair to the castle of aspidinongil where is a black man who lays waste the dominions of the empress and if thou canst slay him thou wilt recover the chessboard but if thou goest there thou wilt not return alive wilt thou direct me thither said peredir i will show thee the way she replied so he went to the castle of aspidinongil and he fought with the black man and the black man besought mercy of peredir mercy will i grant thee said he on condition that thou cause the chessboard to be restored to the place where it was when i entered the hall then the maiden came to him and said the malediction of heaven attend thee for thy work since thou hast left that monster alive who lays waste all the possessions of the empress i granted him his life said peredir that he might cause the chessboard to be restored the chessboard is not in the place where thou didst find it go back therefore and slay him answered she so peredir went back and slew the black man and when he returned to the palace he found the black maiden there ah maiden said peredir where is the empress i declare to heaven that thou wilt not see her now unless thou dost slay the monster that is in yonder forest 
what monster is there it is a stag that is as swift as the swiftest bird and he has one horn in his forehead as long as the shaft of a spear and as sharp as whatever is sharpest and he destroys the branches of the best trees in the forest and he kills every animal that he meets with therein and those that he does not slay perish of hunger and what is worse than that he comes every night and drinks up the fish-pond and leaves the fishes exposed so that for the most part they die before the water returns again maiden said peredir wilt thou come and show me this animal not so said the maiden for he has not permitted any mortal to enter the forest for above a twelvemonth behold here is a little dog belonging to the empress which will rouse the stag and will chase him towards thee and the stag will attack thee then the little dog went as a guide to peredir and roused the stag and brought him towards the place where peredir was and the stag attacked peredir and he let him pass by him and as he did so he smote off his head with his sword and while he was looking at the head of the stag he saw a lady on horseback coming towards him and she took the little dog in the lappet of her cap and the head and the body of the stag lay before her and around the stag's neck was a golden collar ah chieftain said she uncourteously hast thou acted in slaying the fairest jewel that was in my dominions i was entreated so to do and is there any way by which i can obtain thy friendship there is she replied go thou forward unto yonder mountain and there thou wilt find a grove and in the grove there is a cromlech do thou there challenge a man three times to fight and thou shalt have my friendship so peredir proceeded onward and came to the side of the grove and challenged any man to fight and a black man arose from beneath the cromlech mounted on a bony horse and both he and his horse were clad in huge rusty armour and they fought and as often as peredir cast the black man to the earth he would jump again into his saddle and peredir dismounted and drew his sword and thereupon the black man disappeared with peredir's horse and his own so that he could not gain sight of him a second time and peredir went along the mountain and on the other side of the mountain he beheld a castle in the valley wherein was a river and he went to the castle and as he entered it he saw a hall and the door of the hall was open and he went in 
and there he saw a lame grey-headed man sitting on one side of the hall with gwalchmai beside him and peredir beheld his horse which the black man had taken in the same stall with that of gwalchmai and they were glad concerning peredir and he went and seated himself on the other side of the hoary-headed man then behold a yellow-haired youth came and bent upon the knee before peredir and besought his friendship lord said the youth it was i that came in the form of the black maiden to arthur's court and when thou didst throw down the chessboard, and when thou didst slay the black man of aspidinongil and when thou didst slay the stag and when thou didst go to fight the black man of the cromlech and i came with the bloody head in the salver and with a lance that streamed with blood from the point to the hand all along the shaft and the head was thy cousin's and he was killed by the sorceresses of gloucester who also lamed thine uncle and i am thy cousin and there is a prediction that thou art to avenge these things then peredir and gwalchmai took counsel and sent to arthur and his household to beseech them to come against the sorceresses and they began to fight with them and one of the sorceresses slew one of arthur's men before peredir's face and peredir bade her forbear and the sorceress slew a man before peredir's face a second time and a second time he forbade her and the third time the sorceress slew a man before the face of peredir and then peredir drew his sword and smote the sorceress upon the helmet and all her head-armour was split in two parts and she set up a cry and desired the other sorceresses to flee and told them that this was peredir the man who had learnt chivalry with them and by whom they were destined to be slain then arthur and his household fell upon the sorceresses and slew the sorceresses of gloucester every one and thus it is related concerning the castle of wonders end of section 12 recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey